We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back, baby. Drinks with Binks is back and better than ever. It's the most wonderful time of the year. No, it's not wedding season. It's hockey season, and it's time to play like a champion. For the duration of the Stanley Cup playoffs, we'll be talking hockey and doing it with women from across the continent who cover the sport. I wanted to use my platform and this opportunity to feature women and create a new table for all of us to be involved so we can move away from having to be one of the guys to be in the old boys club and be accepted. And with that, I'd like to welcome on a woman who helped inspire this premise of watching hockey like one of the girls, NHL Network and TNT's Jackie Redmond. to drinks with binks it has been a while but we are back and better than ever this is drinks with binks on ice because we are doing a full hockey season playoff season baby that's why it's the best time of the year and through the entire chase for the stanley cup we are going to be talking all things hockey right here and guess what we're going to be doing it with women from across the continent who cover the sport who are involved with the sport they play the sport they love the sport and i was inspired to do this show based on one of my friends and colleagues from the nhl network jackie redmond when she was talking about watching hockey like a girl and that to me meant being able to have a space where we all as women have a place at the table. Like we forever always had to just fit in to someone else's idea of what we should be like or how we should talk or how we should speak to be a part of the old boys club. Well, we wanna be able to create our own club and women love hockey, women know hockey, they play it, they're involved in the game. And so right here on Drinks With Things, we're gonna be showcasing all their voices and stories. And this is because of the inspiring words of the queen of the ice, our El Capitan from NHL Network, NHL on TNT and WWE, Jackie Redman, our first guest. Thank you so much for the inspiration and to welcome you to our first show. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. I love that we're just having a cold brew together. We've had other cold brews together. This is of a different variety. Mm -hmm. But thank you for that lovely intro. I think what you're doing for the hockey season is A1. I'm so excited to follow along uh, and watch all of your different guests because we have so many incredible, fun, intelligent, smart women covering the game. And I'm just so pumped that you are going to give everyone a platform to just talk hockey and, and be one of the girls because you don't have to be one of the boys. And I love that, that you connected with me on that. Cause I think a lot of women feel that way in sports. It's like, 
oh, well, you know, I was one of the boys growing up. And I used to take that as a compliment. Like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm one of the boys. That's what I want to be. And it's like, no, I don't have to be that to fit into this world, you know? I love everything about what you just said there. And I think that that's something that we have not had enough of sort of the voice of what you were saying, of just like watching hockey, like a girl, just like being able to be comfortable in your own, your own space, like who you are and, and what, how you dress and like what you say and just being able to not just have to be a dude. And, and I was like that, <laughs> like as you as well, like wanting to sort of be like, Hey, I'm, I'm the woman that's accepted here. Like, Hey, I'm like all these dudes. And I read this great article that was like, no, 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 that's, that's not the way to look at it. Like, because then once you do that, then all the dudes you work with just pin women against one another versus you versus another guy, you know, like, so you're not on the same, you're not on the same playing field as them. So I love this idea of getting more and more women involved. And, you know, for, for you, we've seen a lot of hockey misogyny recently, especially on Twitter. Um, and, and, coming to some of our colleagues in the world, how would you describe maybe like this sport and and what women have had to go through, even through maybe your experience or even just what you've seen? So we talk about equal opportunity, right? And, and giving women and minority groups the opportunity to be in roles that in the past we haven't had the chance to, to be in or to, to try to do. And because of that, we have year, decades and decades and decades in all sports where viewers are so accustomed to it being done a certain way, sounding a certain way, looking a certain way. So when someone comes into that space, and they sound different just by nature of the fact that their voice is a little different. I think that people have this reaction. They don't like change, right? And I don't think it's necessarily um, intentional on some people's parts or even they're, they're even aware that that's, that's all it is. And so I think when you see some of the negativity online, which is a cesspool in and of itself because people just want to complain about everything, mm-hmm. I think that people don't realize that the reason they're having that negative reaction is simply because something is a little bit different and they're so used to seeing the same thing, sounding the same, looking the same and all of that. But I think in hockey specifically, I think we've come a long way. I think there's still a long way to go. And I think when I first started in hockey, I was always very vocal about my opinion on things or laughing at a joke or making a joke or just having fun on the job because I love what I do. And I think 10 years ago, I used to take a lot of backlash for that from even from not even backlash. I wouldn't even say that. I think that's a harsh word. I would say in terms of colleagues and stuff, even then I I used to get teased, right? Like, Oh, like all your social media, like, are you going to do in your social media or like, Oh, like, you know, you're the countdown girl or whatever it is. And those things are jokes and they're lighthearted. But when you're the person receiving them, like, oh, that's all you see me as. Like, you just see me as someone that's, oh, well, you're good at social media, which I used to mm-hmm. take as, so you don't think I'm good at sports. You don't think I'm good at right. hockey. You think I'm just good at social media. And that's why I'm, I'm at where I'm at. Or even, even still, some people will be like, oh, well, you have a big social media following because like you're good at social media. I'm like, maybe I'm good at my job. Like, maybe that's why, Yeah, maybe, well, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. So I just think 
I, th- I do think that we've come a long way and I love that we are seeing some of our colleagues try a lot of different things. Jamie Hirsch just called a hockey game for the first time. Yeah, it's incredible. Watching her behind the scenes, I don't think people realize how much work she did for that one opportunity, how much prep, how much practice um, she put into that so that she could represent women well, which she did. But seeing women get those opportunities, I think is amazing. And the more that we do that, the more normal it should hopefully become so Mm -hmm. that the reaction isn't so like people don't like change you know what I mean in any Mm -hmm. aspect like if someone's been a host of something for 30 years and you change that host doesn't matter who you put in there it's a tough spot because they're just like oh I love yeah the host we used to have and now it's someone else so I think there's so many different things at play but I do think women are feeling more and more confident in the space. We have a little bit more uh, gumption in terms of like doing it anyways, even if people don't like it. And that's what I love. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've talked about this from the first time you're on my show, you know, you're either too much or too little, or, you know, you're too funny or you're not funny enough or any of those kinds of things, but be friendly, but not too friendly. Like all of those things. Yeah. And for years, like because of, of our role in like being the only woman on a panel and being just like the person that like throws to break or any of that, like there's was so much competition to be that. And there's a lot of gatekeepers that are women. We've seen on Twitter, women saying, well, you shouldn't do this because I had to go through these things, Yeah, which is a false equivalency because it's like, well, we, you know, if you had to go through all these really hard things, like that sucks. That's like really awful. Um, But don't you want to be a part of being part of the change to make it easier for women to not have to go through the bullshit that you did? And so when I see you stand up for like, (laughs) Hey, I can, I can go on air and I'm going to wear this Def Leppard shirt. And because like a dude's it. gonna wear a, a dude's gonna wear a band t-shirt in like some regard but it's like a woman wears that it's like man you shouldn't be showing your skin or doing all this it's like why not like why can't i do that and i found that you've been like a really good so you know inspiring proponent of like well why can't i do that i just think at the end of the day women have been judged or their value has been measured by how they look for so long that I'm just so tired of it. Like you should, that should not be how you're judging a woman that you see on your television screen. Mm -hmm. Like, is she doing a good job? Is she knowledgeable? Is she comfortable in space? Is she a good host? It shouldn't matter if you're wearing a Def Leppard t-shirt or you're wearing a pantsuit, like who cares? And by the way, no one's ever happy. Like when I'm covered 
head to toe in a pantsuit, which I love a good pantsuit. People are like, oh my, what are you wearing? That is awful. Did your grandmother give you that? And if I, you know, if I have like a one sleeve shirt on, someone's like, you're showing too much. I'm like, well, I have pants on. It's a shoulder. I don't understand. It just comes back to this. I think that well, I'm serious though. Like these things are, these are real examples. And I just hate that, that still so many women are judged based on, on their looks or their appearance, good mm-hmm. or bad. It shouldn't be about that. It's about your ability to do something. Like you don't hear that commentary about men that are working in sports. We don't talk about really what they wear or what they look like. If they're good looking enough to be on TV or not good looking enough to be on TV, which you hear all the time if you're a female. And so you can't win either way because if Mm -hmm. if you're too good looking, that's bad. And if you're not good looking enough, well, that's bad too. So like, where do we fit then? Like, where are we supposed to be for you? And I think when it comes to women in, in the space, like, Yes, we talk so much about women supporting women, and I think there's still a lot to learn because to go back to the one of the boys things, I used to really embrace that. I wanted to be one of the boys. I I took that as like a badge of honor. Like, yes, I'm a Tom girl. I played sports. What I didn't realize until I was a little bit older that in doing that, in saying I'm one of the boys, I am also saying I'm not like those girls, and I'm I'm downplaying them. I'm I'm putting them lower than me by saying I'm one of the boys I'm a cool girl I'm I'm a tomboy I'm I played sports and you don't realize that whether you intend to or not that you are you're you're pushing other women to the side and saying like I'm different than them I'm different except me because I'm I'm different I'm not that and I think that needs to stop and there's still a lot of women I think that maybe do that even like unintentionally that I didn't realize it. I was just young and I hadn't really mm-hmm. done the work on myself to realize like, wait a second, this is negative. This is actually not, this is not a good thing. You should not feel this way. It, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. You can, you can be a girl that's never played sports and still know about sports. You can be a girl right. that loves to get her nails done and is into makeup, but is still knowledgeable about football. Like that is those two things can actually coexist. And so yeah. I, I just don't speak that way anymore. And I'm so glad that I've come to that realization because when I used to be that way, when I was younger and first starting out, I didn't realize that it was you know, I was part of the problem. I was part of the problem by by thinking that way, even though my mindset on that is probably because of the time that I grew up in and a whole bunch of other factors. But that's kind of where that comes from. Yeah. And I think that like you, you shouldn't feel, I mean, I think almost all of us would have felt the exact same way because that was yeah. the world we were living in. And that was sort of like, I mean, gonna say it, that was the patriarchy is still, but we're still, we're at least finding ways to be able to have more space for all of us and feel comfortable with being yeah. like, hey, here's here's someone for the job that would be really good. And she's a female and she's, you know, in the same thing as me, but you know, here I'm putting someone else up where you feel comfortable like that. Whereas before it would be like, well, there's only one spot. And like, I wanna be on the yeah. inside. I don't wanna be on the outside. And it was very competitive, but I think that was the environment that was like created. So I think it's good yeah. that like, we're at least trying to figure out <laughs> how to change that. Listen, and- early on, and I do think again, to your point, it's the system that creates this, like you're only competing with other women. For the record, to everyone out there, I'm competing with all of you. <laughs> like I am, I, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, like, you better just, watch out. She's I coming for be, you. <laughs> I'm just joking. But like, I, I want to no, be not. the best that I can be. 
And so I don't, I don't, I hate the, the comparing women and it still happens, still happens. Like, Oh, like, you know, you're, how do you know? So much? like you meet people out and about, right? Look them up. I mean, how do you know so much about hockey? Do you have a lot of brothers? Why, why would I have to have brothers to be in hockey? You know what I, you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, like we can, we can, especially now with social media and access to all different types of games and outlets and, and sports companies and media companies. It's everywhere. Women can get into sports in so many different ways. So it's great. Well, I appreciate everything you've done for the sport and for women because it's it's awesome seeing you use your platform and be very inspiring with it. And that's like how I got the idea to do this. I said, Hey, I want to do a hockey show. Guess what? The guests are only women. <laughs> I no love this. Yeah. And it's great. Sorry, like men, not trying to make you feel bad, but this is for women. Maybe we'll have a men's empowerment night. I joke. Ha ha ha. You guys have it every day. <laughs> What's like the thing you're most looking forward to with the teams that we know and this playoffs that's like about to happen? So a lot of people who know me or watch me on NHL Network will expect me to go Toronto Maple Leafs here. I will not be doing that. I am very curious to see what happens with the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche respectively because all season long, those two have been at the top, right? Like they've never really fallen off. Colorado had a bit of a slower start. But in terms of the season as a whole, we do power rankings every week on NHL Network. Those two teams have been one, two, pretty much the entire season. They've been in the top two spots. But as we learned from the Tampa Bay Lightning years ago, when everything is kosher during the regular season and you don't face a ton of adversity, you turn around and you're swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets in round one. So I'm very curious to see what happens with the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche after having such dominant seasons, mm-hmm. uh, especially Florida, because they haven't won in the playoffs before. So I want to see how that goes. I'm rooting for them. So Cats fans, don't get it twisted. I'm just saying I'm curious to see how their regular season dominance, which is a lot of goal scoring, transitions into the postseason. And for Colorado, I mean, we heard Nate McKinnon last year. I haven't won shit in this league is basically what he said. They have really been trying to take that next step for a few years now. So I think there's a lot of pressure on the Colorado Avalanche as well, even though definitely people people will focus on Toronto. I think there's there's quite a bit of pressure on Colorado, I'd say too. We got Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary. Who's who's most likely to win the Stanley Cup? Calgary. And I, I don't even hesitate. The East is gonna be a tough path no matter what. So you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? They're gonna have to face most likely the defending champions in the first round. That's your first round. Then you're probably yeah. running into Florida in the second round, who is top to bottom, a very good team as well. In the West, I'm not saying it's an easier path, but I do think the Calgary Flames are, are their game translates to the postseason better than a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs or a team like the Edmonton Oilers. That's just my opinion. And then you throw Daryl Sutter into the mix. He doesn't just have experience. He has winning experience, as he would say. I just think the Calgary yeah. Flames are so good. They've got the best line mm-hmm. in hockey right now that top line with Goudreau, Kachuk, and Lindholm. And then they have a solid, solid goaltender. So when you look at the goaltending position on all three of the Canadian teams, if I'm like throwing my money on one of those goalies, yeah. I'm going, I'm going Markstrom. I'm just, I am. And it's no disrespect mm-hmm. to the other guys. I just think, I just think Calgary's the most poised to, to go the deepest. Um, okay. What would be in terms of like cities, 
to party and enjoy the best Stanley Cup matchup, like final matchup? Ooh, okay. Well, out of the East, I'm going to put Toronto because if Toronto makes the final, that city is on fire. Literally burned down. Yeah, it's like actually on fire. It's insane. I mean, I I still am so sad that I wasn't in Toronto when the Raptors won the NBA championship, but I was there a couple times when the Jays were good and they didn't even go to a World Series. They just like won playoff games and won a yeah. series. And the streets were packed. It was so much fun. The city was alive. Like everyone looks at Toronto as a hockey town. Toronto is a sports town and the Leafs are their favorite. So if they get to a final, that city is going to be People would be like literally dead if they got to the final. Oh, I I don't even know. They'd have nothing left. I went to Raptors game one of the finals in 2019 um, in Toronto and people were at front and York street just for everyone, all of our Toronto audience. Yeah. They were like climbing up onto the street lights and everything. Like it was so busy and it was like, they'd won one game in the series and then you won the series. So it was like, okay, this is going to be big. Um, uh, Okay. So we got Toronto as best party city. Then in the East, what about the West? In the West, to me, and to be fair to some of the cities, I haven't partied in all of those cities in the West, but I'm going to go with Nashville. I think a final, I wasn't at the final when Nashville was there a few years ago against Pittsburgh. um, So I didn't experience that, but just in my life experience, Nashville is an amazing time. Uh, So I think a a Toronto-Nashville final would be good for, for party circumstances for sure. Yeah, that would be a great party circumstance. Nashville's got to be the one of the top in the West. Uh, yeah, yeah, as Vegas. Won yeah, Vegas. like Colorado, oh, I, mean, I think, could be fun. Not Nashville level. No, not yeah. Nashville level. But I do, like, I do feel like there's probably good party vibes in Colorado. But I don't know. I've been to Colorado like twice. I know. New York would be good too, but we live here. So I'd be like, I don't want to play a home game. I, want, I need to get out. Need an away game. Yeah. Like, no. Yes. We're not, we're not, no one's coming and sleeping on my couch and going to this. It's not, not happening. Um, and New York is so big too. That's the thing. Yeah, it's so yeah. big. Whereas Nash, what I like about Nashville is it's so condensed. It's like the party is all in one place mm-hmm. basically. That's true. That's true. We did do in, in uh, 2014, it was LA, New York was pretty good. I mean, it was a celebrity. Yeah. It, I love that series. I was like hoping it would go on and on and all the like, veteran reporters were like julie we want to go see our families like we want this to end i was like i want to go back to new york and party okay um you also work for wwe what fighter would you want to see go up against tom wilson let's say they can skate okay i'm gonna give i'm gonna give a a controversial answer okay let's say they can skate okay this helps my answer entirely and i don't actually know if this person can skate but sammy Zayn, who I love is also Canadian and loves hockey. So I assume he can skate, which gives him an advantage over other WWE superstars who may not be able to skate. Mm -hmm. So for that reason alone, in addition to the fact that he's very feisty, he's not the biggest guy, but I'll go Sammy Zayn just because I think he'd be comfortable in skates. That's that's my yeah, answer. There. I guess it is kind of a false equivalency because like if Tom, like Roman Reigns could like destroy Tom Wilson. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if I'm like picking anyone in just a straight up brawl, I'm going Brock Lesnar. I'm like, you're oh, taking. Yeah, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry, Tommy boy, but you're go you're going you're going to Suplex City, and it's not going to be fun. Like that's yeah. just what's happening here. Yeah, that's what they should like. Whoever faces the Capitals, just like sign Brock Lesnar, like. 
at the trade deadline next year and just be like, he's on our team, whatever, to just go after Brock, Tom Wilson. Brock Lesnar on skates would be an absolute monster. <laughs> like, could you imagine Brock Lesnar as a hockey player? Like, they would... He would have to get specialized equipment. He's just so huge. It would be wild. He would be like on the bench. Like the camera just would be like, oh my gosh, like it would take up so much space on the bench. Um, that would be wild. I think we should get that campaign going. Jackie, thanks so much for joining us. This has been awesome chatting hockey. Thanks again for... <laughs> you know, helping us, helping me sort of spark that idea and do something that will help women and just help ever all of us in the industry be more equal, hopefully. I mean, here's to the uphill battle that we always do. <laughs> Cheers to you and good luck Cheers on to you, all Julie. of your stuff. Thanks. I needed that. Um, <laughs> it's actually really early in the morning, guys. We're not drunk or anything. Um, yeah, but Jackie, you're doing... Uh, NHL Network, NHL and TNT, WWE, but where can everyone find you and all your awesome stuff? Okay, Twitter, Jackie underscore Redmond, Instagram, Jackie Redmond, drink up, that's right. Um, I'm, like, I'm on TikTok, I'm like literally but I'm chugging still... this. <laughs> it's good, right? Still learning yeah. uh, the TikTok, but I am there. I think it's real Jackie Redmond because uh, my name was, there's a fake one. <laughs> that's my handle, that's which is hilarious. And, um, yeah, and I would just say I am, I'm truly excited to actually watch your show with all women covering the Stanley Cup playoffs because it's one thing to say that you want the best for women and to say you support women and to even be inspired and have an idea. People don't realize that there's so much more to actually take that idea and, and bring it to fruition and make it happen. So kudos to you. You are always Aww. such a um, – Thank you. You are always such a fierce supporter of women – Oh, outwardly publicly but behind the scenes too so you're the best oh, thanks jackie well it takes you're one awesome. to no one so cheers <laughs> to you again sure. and uh, guys uh you know where to find us on fubo social on youtube instagram twitter at fubo sports we're gonna have episodes hockey episodes featuring as jackie said all the best women in hockey throughout the playoffs and you can see tons of other content there as well and until next time Bottoms up, bitches. <laughs> I love that. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.